Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. I feel blessed to be a part of Breakfast Club with Champions and start off the month, starting off November. 
uh, today on Monday. It's Coach Isaac tapping in from Hamilton, Ontario. For those of you who don't know, I'm a strength and conditioning coach amongst a lot of other things out here in the Canadian Football League. Right now, we're just past halfway in our season, so we're pushing to get in the playoffs and win that great cup because we host it. And I would hate to see two other teams playing on our field or celebrating in our locker room. So that's just a side note. So pray for us that we keep keep staying on the right track. So the topic for today, um, when I looked, it's so funny because I say the same thing every week, but it's so, so true. It's so, so true. Before I even look at the topic of the room, I think about what I'm going to say, right? And it always lines up. And the topic for today is how will you be successful this month, this month? Well, what we what we say on our team, you know, obviously we come into the season and we want to win our championship. Right. So if you just want to look at this month as a, as a season at the end of the month, you want your goals to be accomplished. Right. You want to have won the championship that you set up for yourself personally. Right. Well, success and winning, they come moment by moment and day by day. One thing we say on our team and say, yes, we have an end goal, all right? Our end goal is to win the championship, but we don't end watch. We have an end goal, but we don't end watch, right? What does that mean? It means just because we know what we want, we don't sit there and stare at it every single day. Think of it as a game, right? Imagine if we started one of our games and we just stared at the scoreboard the whole time. At the end of the game, that's what we want. We want to have more points than the other team. But do we just sit there and stare at the scoreboard? No. In any football game, there's between 50 and 70 plays, sometimes 80 and 90 if you go into overtime. Every single play matters. We always say, what's the, what's the most important play? The next one. The next one. No play that you've already played can help you win the game. No play. It's always the next play, right? So have an end goal, but don't end the watch. You have to focus on your success moment by moment and day by day. I'm going to tell you a couple of stories. And they're, they're not going to seem, they, they may not seem like they fit, all right? But when we talk about end goals, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you how daily success and winning day by day Help me play a small part in, in, in two young men's lives that I, uh, that I coached when I was down in the States at the last place I coached at. I've learned to stop saying names so much, so that's why I, <laughs> I didn't mention the school. But anyway, so we, we, uh, this was 2015, okay? 2015, we're recruiting in the spring, and we're getting ready to sign some of our top recruits. And there's this, there's this cornerback out of a JUCO college. He was one of the number... He was one of the top, I think he was one of the top three cornerbacks coming out of JUCO, but there was a knock on him, and the knock was he was a lot to handle, right? A lot of teams didn't want to touch him because of that, right? But in college football, you have a support system, uh, which was my main role at that time as director of player development and personal welfare. That's just a fancy way of saying I'm the big brother. I keep the guys out of trouble and help them graduate and help them stay eligible on the football field, all right? Now, I had a lot of help. I had academic advisors. I had alumni support. Obviously, I had the, the support of the coaches, the trainers. We had 
uh, mental health experts. We had all these types of people, right? All this support, right? But I was the point man. I was the one on the ground doing the daily work. So we ended up signing this kid. And the thing was, we took a risk because a lot of people say he won't last a month. You'll get sick of him after a week. Don't even worry about him playing in the season. You're wasting a recruiting spot. You're signing this kid and you're wasting a spot. So we ended up signing this kid and he ended up playing for us, right? And every single day I had a plan. I had a plan every single day for this guy. I showed up, I picked him up. I made sure he got to class. I made sure he, cause he was underway. I made sure he got to training table. I made sure he got the study table. Now there was days where he would run, he would hide from me, right? Because he wanted to do his own thing. This kid grew up in the inner city of Atlanta on his own, okay? So he ain't used to another young black man telling him what to do. He wasn't used to, all his coaches in, in, in high school were black. So he wasn't used to an older white man telling him what to do. He wasn't used to authority at all, period. None. So every day it was a struggle, but day by day, there were times I wanted to fight the kid. There was days he wanted to fight me. There was days we wanted to suspend him. There was days we wanted to dismiss him from the team and be done with him. But day by day, moment by moment, and one day, come graduation time, and I see this kid walk across the stage, and my eyes teared up because I remember the conversations before we signed him. I remember the daily struggles of just trying to get him to get up and come to class or go take his drug test or go eat breakfast. Daily struggles, the smallest things. But if I had sat in my office and said, how am I gonna get this kid to graduate? There's no way. If I sat in my office and I just end watched, I don't think I would have been much help to him. Now I credit him for most of this because he had to abide, he had to be obedient, he had to show up. He sat in class, he took his tests. He got on the field. He made his plays. He got into the NFL. He went and played. Hey, listeners. If you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Then he bounced back into the NFL. But I was happy to play just a small part. And just from playing that small part in his life, I saw how you can win day by day. I saw how you can win if you have a plan and you execute that plan day by day instead of sitting and end watching, watching the goal. Here's another story. We had another kid that came in. He was a corner out of South Carolina or North Carolina. 
And this kid came in at 147 pounds, little bitty. He was a three-star recruit. For those of you who don't know what that means, when you recruit, they're ranked from one star to five star. Obviously, five star is the best. One star is not the best. This kid was right in the middle. He was quote-unquote average, but we saw potential in him. And day by day, we could pull that potential out. But he came in at 147 pounds. That was the knock on him. He was academically stable, didn't need to worry about that. Came from a great family, didn't need to worry about that. We weren't going to have any problems out of him, didn't need to worry about that. We had to put weight on this kid and make him tough. So what did I, <laughs> what did I have to do? Now, being young, right, <laughs> being younger, I should say, and I was fresh off the field, right? This was only two years after I finished playing ball myself. So I decided in my own way, I'm going to make this kid tough. He's going to lift, right? We got training table. He has to eat. Don't worry about class. But what can I add to this kid? He's, one, he's 147 pounds. We're playing in the SEC. He's going to be going against receivers that are huge. Running backs that are huge. How do I make this kid tough? Well, every day, any time that I saw him, we wrestled. We wrestled. I fought with him every single time I saw him because I had to toughen him up. I had to get him to breakfast in the morning. I had to sit with him at lunch. I had to sit with him at dinner. During, during our workouts, he would work out with me on a side rack because he had a special workout plan and we had two protein shakes that he would have to drink during that workout. This was day by day. This was every day. And there were some days he wouldn't budge or some weeks he wouldn't budge a pound, not one. There were some weeks he went down. But day by day, month by month, semester by semester, this kid went from 147 to 168 by a senior year. He got picked up by the San Francisco 49ers and he starts going into his third year. He came in at 147 pounds, but day by day, moment by moment. We have a saying here on our, on our team, we're always looking for small wins and slight edges a small win and a slight edge. If you can find a small win and a slight edge day by day, I guarantee you, whatever success you want to see this month, you'll see it. If you can find a small win and a slight edge day by day, day by day. I'm going to tell you one last story. And this was about me. Last year, in, at the end of November, I decided to do a 40-day fast. I wanted my fast to end on January 2nd, right? So I backtracked 40 days and I started it. This was the hardest thing that I've ever done in my life. The hardest. To fast for 40 days. It was a complete spiritual experience. That's why I was doing it. It had nothing to do with my body, right? I wasn't trying to lose weight or do anything like that. I was trying to lose spiritual weight. I was trying to clean myself, right? I was trying to put myself in a place where I could give God everything that I had. So I decided I'm going to fast for 40 days. Now, if I would have just sat and looked <laughs> at the calendar, 
at January 2nd, I wouldn't have made it. I literally had to submerge myself and saturate myself with prayer in the Bible every single day. I had to sit in solitude. I had to draw away from people every single day. I had to eliminate distractions from every single day. Thank God it was during the pandemic because I didn't have to go into work. We were outside of the building at that time. It wasn't allowed in the building. So I had a lot of alone time. I had a lot of time to be home. But it was so easy to get bored and want to go out and hang out with friends. But no, I had to focus every single day, day by day. And I'll tell you what, at the end of those 40 days, I look back and I'm like, how did I even do that? And then I just went to my journal and I read every day. I read how I was feeling, what I was thinking, what God was saying to me every single day. And there I sat on January 2nd at the end of those 40 days, more powerful spiritually than I had ever been in my life because it was day by day, right? So how do you win a month? How do you win a large block of time? How do you win a year? How do you win five years? How do you win a week? It's moment by moment. It's day by day. The Bible says in Matthew 6, 34, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about itself. Sufficient for today is enough trouble and enough problems. Every single day, day by day, moment by moment. I talked about success last week. It's living in, me, in your values, right? You can change that at any time. Well, when you think about winning, winning is an end goal. It's an end result, right? But if you stay in the moment, and you stay in your values and you stay focused on the plan and you execute that plan day by day, just like in a game, play by play. I think you'll be successful. I think you'll see what you want to see. So that's enough out of me. All right. That's enough out of me. I want to hear how others in the room. How do you win a month? What does success and winning look like to you day by day? How do you plan it out? Right. Some people will write their goals. They'll write what they want to do the next day. They'll write it the night before. Some people will get up in the morning and they'll write out their entire day. Some people have their entire month scheduled on a calendar. These are all great ideas. These are all ways of winning. I just spoke to you about some ways that I believe to be successful, some ways that I believe to be uh, put you in a place of winning. So I just want to hear about the other ways, because there's so many people in this room. There's so much knowledge. We do ourselves a disservice if we didn't share it. Right. So I love to get some mic flashes from anybody on stage who wants to share how they win. All right. So we'll go Sarah and Ramon next. Go ahead, Sarah. Hey, coach. Good morning. I just wanted to share, actually, because I found your story so powerful that one of the things that stuck out to me is the fact that they made the choice to listen to you. And I think like you are also an ingredient in both of those gentlemen's successes. And it just stood out to me. And I'm sorry, I know this wasn't the exact prompt that you had, but like, I think in our life, you know, and this thing about how do you win the month, like there are going to be people around you who are trying to make you stronger and trying to make you better and trying to help you level up. And there might be people who, you know, suggest that you take another path. And I think that you know, both of these gentlemen who were successful, they 
it wasn't just in a vacuum that they put the hard work in day by day. They chose to lean into you who is there trying to set that example for them. So first of all, I think the work that you're doing is amazing. And I've seen firsthand how coaches can change young people's lives. But like that to me is that key ingredient is you choose who you listen to and who you're going to kind of walk alongside. And like, it's funny because that's kind of the topic of the room tomorrow. But I think that that's a key ingredient of success is who, who you decide is that person whose advice you take, who's, who you spend time with and who you, you know, really lean into what they're pouring into you. I'm done speaking. Absolutely. I love that. Your support system, right? Your mentors, your coaches, whoever or however you want to name them. It, it, it's, so, it's so true. It's so true. No, no one can succeed alone, right? I love that. Thank you for that, Sarah. Ramon, I hear you, man. Go ahead. What's up, brother? Keiko Jazz, a great, great session. I just want to repeat what Sarah said. I think it was so profound. The Whoa, choice, Ramon. Choice. choice. What's up, Glenn? Good morning, brother. You, you sound you like recording? you're on the moon. <laughs> He is. Yeah, like you sound like you're in outer space, bro. Like you're wearing a head. Like you're. That's what it sounds like. Like you're literally like an astronaut. I actually, Glenn, I sent Ramon to the moon this weekend to test the sound for the next stage of Breakfast with Champions. Clearly, clearly. Well, sorry. I just wanted Ramon to know because I know Ramon. I wanted you to know Ramon that you sound like you're an astronaut right now. It's a choice. We all have to make a choice who we listen to. Love it. Love it. Who's next? Who wants to uh, flash? Let me hear. Justin. I see Justin. I see TM. Let's go. Good morning, Coach. You know, hearing about your journey is always so fascinating to me, and I'm so excited for you guys. The great cops, so I'll be rooting for you and praying for your success there. I think one thing I think about in terms of success on a regular basis is how much feedback I'm actually looking for from the people I'm looking to serve. Um, I'm reading a book, an innovative book by Fast Company about all of the largest brands over the last 20 years that grew, the Nikes, the Apples, and a lot of these companies no longer think about product ideation. They think about design. And when they think about design, they think about serving the person or the client, not necessarily who they are, right? Take the Apple computer, for example, very simple change that they made, but you know, moving the plug-in ports from the back of the computer to the side because it serves the consumer better. And the consumer doesn't really care about knowing a lot about technology. They just want it to work, right? So I think agile project management or implementing a prototype and then asking the people around you for critical feedback and not getting pressed about it when you get it and then just adapting to what the people want, I think that's where the world is going. So the more critical feedback I get, the better I think I'm doing. And I think you got to be open to listening to it. So appreciate you as always, my brother. I love it, man. Feedback. I took notes on that. I'm on that. Loving it. Loving it. TM, let's go, man. Hey, good morning, Coach Isaac. Good morning, champions. Um, you know, Justin just said adapt, right? Feedback, uh, being open. You know, I could remember a, uh, a year in my career where I had six different leaders uh, in you know, in like, you know, a, a period of three years, right? Had six different leaders. And and what I 
realized is that I had to adapt, right, to the individuality of each one of those leaders. Uh, when somebody's in position, whether you agree or do not agree, you, you have to take the wisdom, or at least you should. You don't have to, but, but you should accept the wisdom, right, from that person there in the position for a reason. Um, six different leaders over the course of three years, what I learned is each had a different style. Um, I learned something from each one of them, right? And so I think you have to be willing to adapt. You have to be willing to uh, receive feedback, uh, apply feedback, and, and just, again, respect individuality. When people are in position, respect it, right? And just glean whatever it is that you can glean. So I appreciate your share this morning, as always. Um, individuality, being able to adapt, right, and apply that feedback is extremely important. Team, I'm complete for now. Good morning, champ. Awesome, man. I love it. I love it. Adapt to the leaders, you know, and I, that's something <laughs> that's something I can really relate to because I, I I played for three different head coaches in college, played for two, well, three different ones in the pros, and I'm on my fourth head coach as a coach, right? <laughs> and if I don't adapt, I'm out of there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I completely feel that, completely feel that, man. Thank you for that. Who else? Who's next? Who wants to flash? I see Marvin. Go ahead, Marvin. And then Janice. How you doing, Coach? No, this is a great, great, great topic. Um, and I loved your share, actually, because I think uh, it's always important to have those people. And not, a lot of us, especially at a young age, um, don't have those people around us and, and uh, aren't surrounded by people who are going to sort of lift us up rather than... Uh, sort of drain us of our energy. Um, but I think if, if I fast forward towards um, towards now, I would say for me, um, success is it's really important to look inwards um, rather than con consistently looking outwards. Because you can look at other people and what other people are achieving and whether it's the nice cars or watches or, what, or whatever. Um, but the reality of the situation is you will be achieving success within your own life without you even recognising it. And especially when we, we don't sort of practice that gratitude and we're, we're, we're constantly reaching for what we see other people with, we, we need to look at what we've done. And um, when I personally think um, of what success kind of means to me, it means having the courage and the determination to actually, um, uh, you know, to become the person that you feel you are supposed to be. So on the journey to becoming success, I, what I try and do, and, I'm, and by, I'll hold my hands up, I'm not going to say I've, I've, I've got it sort of perfect. But what I try and do is look at the journey and really appreciate uh, uh, what I've achieved along the way, who, who I've, I've impacted, um, whether it be family members or, or friends, and, and really sort of uh, focus on, on the element of gratitude as well. Because um, there's a the quote that says, gratitude turns what we have into enough. Uh, so so that would be my share, uh, Mrs. Marvin. I'm done speaking. Hope that helps. Man, that was awesome. Thank you for that, man. Looking inward for success. And that's how you get the courage to become who you're supposed to be. Because it's so true, man. If you're looking at, at everyone else, you're not looking inward. You're looking at what someone else does. And now you're trying to imitate instead of emulate, right? You never want to do that. Janice. Let's hear from you. And you you uh you might be the last one. Glenn we're gonna be coming on soon. Go ahead. Thank you so much, Coach Isaac. This is oh, it's so wonderful the way you touch the lives and change the lives in a daily manner. 
and Marvin to look within is wonderful. And I was going to add visualization. That's what I do besides the writing down and knowing and believing. And then I just take steps every day, more and more steps. I'm so hard on myself. But I look back and, yes, you did that. Yes, you did that. But just to visualize what you set out that you're going to do. And then you look back and like, oh, wow, that actually happened. And I have a little thing I have always said is to dream and then visualize and then laugh. And we've got to laugh through all of our <laughs> failing forwards. But then you've got to do. You've got to take action and do. But thank you so much for your uh, segment, Coach Isaac. You helped me with my workout this morning while you were coaching and talking about your gentleman that you were working with. You have a blessed day. We'll get on with Glenn in the last final countdown. My, my pleasure. Thank you for that. Appreciate that share. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.